What's up, guys? Felix here, and today I'm going to talk to you about how your job changes as your podcast grows. Hey, my name is Felix Tia, and welcome to the Podcasting Secrets Podcast. If you want to start a podcasting business so you can have financial freedom, you're in the right spot. This is a daily podcast where I'll teach you what I've learned to grow a successful podcast to millions of downloads and over $300,000 in revenue, all while doing it on the side. You'll also be able to follow along as I continue my journey to make double my day job salary with my podcasting business, and you'll see behind the scenes of what's working and what's not working along the way. So, uh, the other day, uh, if you guys don't know, I have the Shopify Masters podcast, which is my main podcast, my most successful podcast, and I spoke to the the founder, this woman named Krista, the founder of a company called Glovesticks. It's a multi-million dollar company. They've been on Shark Tank, they've been on QVC, they've been on Today Show, numerous other uh, televised programs, and lots of success, and she was telling me how she began the entire business, and her goal was never to make money. Her goal was always to solve a particular problem, and at first, she started out with with the problem where she had a a son that was playing sports, and all of his equipment always smelled. It stank, right? It was smelling really bad, so she was figuring out, how do I solve this problem, what she ended up doing was that she invented basically a, a, a stick that you put into your gloves for a lacrosse or into your boots or into your mitts, depending on what, what sport you're playing. And it would basically keep it fresh and keep it from, from stinking. And it was such a desired, it was such a big problem that she got sales immediately. She started making uh, a bunch of these and, and blew up her company. And what she realized during this process was that what she was doing at the very beginning is what she really loved, inventing the product, talking to people, and trying to solve a particular person's problem. And then as she got bigger, she spent more time in the office and further away from her customers, further away from being able to see the impact of her, of her product that she invented. And what she told me on the podcast was that one thing she realized this year was that as her business grows, her job changes. And it's her responsibility to figure out, does she like that job? Or should she change it to do something else? And I went through the same thing as my podcast was growing. You know, when I first started, oh, sorry. She also mentioned that the the, the the most important thing is to identify how do I keep on doing things that I love? How do I keep on doing the things that give me energy, that give me uh, motivation to continue on pursuing the business and then find other people, find other processes, find other ways to kind of outsource the stuff that you don't like to do. And I went through the same process when I first started my podcast. When I first started my podcast, I spent so much time editing and producing the episode. I think it's been like 10 hours on each episode. And then I spent 10 hours putting the blog together, doing the transcripts. I did everything. And then as it grew, as I started being monetized, I started making money and being able to afford things like better equipment or be able to afford to hire an assistant, be able to afford to hire a video audio editor. I started realizing, what do I truly like to do? And then I learned that what I truly like to do is just is just to do the talking, to be able to talk to the people that I'm interviewing on my show. And then I focus that as my only job. Yes, I own the podcast. Yes, I run the podcast, but it's put together by two or three other people. It's a team of two to three. It's a team of about three people right now. And and even though I only do one small piece, I focus on only what I love, what gives me energy, and then I outsource the rest to audio editor, to to someone that does transcripts, to someone that, that puts it all together, puts a blog post together, mm-hmm. to someone that distributes it for me and sets it all up. So basically, I outsource everything else that I don't like. And that's why I realized that, that as my podcast grew, I got the opportunity to figure out what is the job that I want. Otherwise, 
the success of your podcast will dictate your job. And a lot of times it gives you more than what you really want. And that's what I learned. So my, now nowadays, or, you know, after a while, so what, what I realized was that I don't have to do everything. I don't have to do everything that I don't want to do. And I should just focus on what I like to do and outsource the rest. And it's only possible once you have some success and able to monetize and bring in some money so that you can actually hire people to do things, the stuff that is required to run a successful podcast, but that you personally don't want to do. Um, so that's what I did, you know, and then that's the reason why I'm able to sustain, you know, 300 and I think 32 episodes now over five years of podcasting or a million downloads per year because I focus on only what I love so that I can focus on what I can really add value into the podcast. And then also that allowed me not to burn out. You know, if I was doing everything that I did from the beginning, I would definitely not be where I'm at. I would not have a podcast. I would have burnt out a long time ago. So I focus specifically on on what do I truly love. So, you know, Jake, thanks for your questions. You, Jake is asking, what is the most important thing of a podcast? So I think the most important thing is you got to first identify who is your ideal audience. And the way I like to identify who's my ideal audience is I really think about who would I love to hang out with. If I was sitting down, who do I actually want to be hanging out with? If I don't want to, if I don't want to hang out with my audience, they're not my audience. And then you think about what is their biggest problem. And you think that, you know, not everyone has a problem. Like my podcast doesn't solve problems. Every podcast solves a problem, whether it is entertainment, maybe they need comedy, maybe it is for my, my situation, maybe they need to learn how to grow their Shopify store. That's why I focus specifically on who would I hang out with, how to help them solve their problems. And that's the most important thing. Identify your audience, identify what is the problem that's in their life. It doesn't have to be something gigantic. It could just, again, just be they want entertainment. That's why a comedy podcast makes the most sense. Or again, if it's a business podcast, like what is the problem that they're trying to solve in front of them? Um, so, so, so just to kind of wrap up my story, uh, again, I've been able to achieve and get and, and grow my podcast and sustain it because I've been able to just dictate my job and outsource the rest. And that's what I learned. And I learned that I should not be doing everything. I thought I should be doing it. I thought if I own a podcast, I run a podcast, I should do everything. Otherwise, it's not mine, right? But now I realize that that doesn't make sense, right? You don't love everything you do. And you should focus on the, 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 the power of having a podcast that you can grow to the point where you can just pick what you want to do. Pick the parts that you like. Maybe you love interview. Maybe you love talking to guests. And maybe you like, you know, expressing your thoughts. And then maybe that's all you like to do. That means you should not do the rest because it'll only drag you down, slow you down, add friction to the the, the production process, and eventually you'll burn out. Um, and again, your job changes as your podcast grows, as as you get more success, as it grows bigger. And when you're first starting out, the only job you have is to pick the topic, pick the niche. What is the perfect podcast niche for you? Because once you get that figured out, the rest flows smoothly. And I talked to a lot of uh, aspiring podcasters, beginner podcasters, and they all say the same thing, which is like they don't know what to, what to talk about. And the worst thing to do is talk about everything because going back to the, the answer I gave to Jake, you have to niche down. You have to focus on a specific audience and solve their specific problem. If you're trying to solve everyone's problem, you're trying to talk to everybody, you end up talking to nobody. So the, the biggest lesson is, again, you, when your job early on is all about how do you identify the perfect niche for you. There is no perfect niche, but there is a perfect one specifically for you. And if you want to learn more about how to uncover your specific niche, make sure to check out the Perfect Podcast Niche course, which is at podcastingsecrets.co slash niche, N-I-C-H-E, per, the Perfect Podcast Niche course. Again, at podcastingsecrets.co slash niche. Hope that helps you out. You know, think about what do you want, what should your job be, and focus only on that. And I'll talk to you guys soon. Take care. Bye bye.